Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Golden Ratio Podcast. I am Jen, GR Mom, joined as always by GR Dad. Hi. Welcome back to the Tropics, GR Dad. Yeah. How are you doing? Pretty good. I mean, it was supposedly warm in D.C. too. Yes. It was, so we'll we'll do our recap of the rest of the visit is probably our main content for today. But this is the rules podcast. <laughs> so let us begin with the cocktail of the week, which is the Broke Down Chevy. Broken down Chevy. No, no. Broke down Chevy. It sounds like it should have oil in it. It does not. Engine it, oil? Nope. Grease? Nope. Oh, okay. It is basi- <laughs> it's basically a Moscow mule with grapefruit juice in it. Ginger ale, vodka, grapefruit juice. Broke there's, down Chevy. There's something there. It's a great there's name. Something there. It's a Greyhound if you just put grapefruit juice in vodka. Maybe okay. it's the Moscow Greyhound mule. <laughs> or the broke down Chevy. Yeah, fair enough. Which we're only doing because the name is so good. I mean, it's a perfectly refreshing drink. It's a good name. I will go on again about how I have no sense for how things would taste in combination or actually individually. And so I would suck as a bartender <laughs> and I'm a terrible cook because I'd be like, well, you change things, you use this in the other drink with the other liquor, so why not just do the same thing? It's fine. That's why you stay out of the kitchen and uh, I make the cocktails. That's the test, isn't it? Substitutions are a good test if someone has had an idea in their métier. Uh, yeah, that's, that's true. All right, well, anyway, there's a cocktail of the week. It's good. Um, Yum. Let's see. Dog updates. I guess this is everything updates. Yeah. Uh, oh no, I, I have notes here. Oh, screeching uh, halt. I want to change of direction. <laughs> I, I have apologized to GR Dad for being harsh. That's on my list of things to talk about. Aww. I was yelling at you on the last podcast and I maybe got a little harsh. Expressing your frustration with me allowing the dogs to eat everything on the counter? I mean, it's definitely at least 60% frustration with guac for eating stuff that's on the counter. Uh, and then someone tweeted today. He doesn't, he doesn't care if you yell at him, though. <laughs> no, he does not care. Someone tweeted today, like, uh, you know, listening to GR mom passively, aggressively nag GR dad. <laughs> and she's like, it's so relatable. And then it, the tweet was like, me, I'm putting away the blank. And then partner, thanks. And me, I twitch. And I read this to GR dad. He's like, yeah, I say thanks too. And I'm like, GR dad, when I say I'm putting away the bread, I'm not looking for thanks. I'm, I'm saying, why didn't you put away the bread? And see, he's like, oh, see, I've never picked up on that. Totally lost on me. <laughs> this might explain unexplained t- friction and tension. <laughs> I just thought you were looking for compliments. <laughs> well, good job putting it away. <laughs> so I guess maybe I, I have felt like I'm being harsh because I'm like, once again, Ingo, I am putting away the <sighs> chips on the counter. And you're like, thanks for putting away the chips, Jen. I got to say, that is... A complication that it that eludes me sometimes just like the complication of if i have to ask you to do it it's already fucked you can't like fix it by doing it <laughs> you should have thought of it before me asking for i'm it. not like that i know no. but it is a dynamic where it's just like if you just tell me what to do no if i have to tell you it's like it doesn't have the right dignity or there, you, there are people who have that yeah, issue. if I have to tell you what I want for my birthday, then it, it sucks. Yeah, no, I'm definitely not like that. But I, sh- I guess I should be like, Ingo, I need you to put the bread away on the counter. But, yeah, that's fine. But uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, I'm sorry. I was, I kind of let you have it on the last podcast. I think it was very entertaining. And, you know, quarantine's eating us all up <laughs> from the inside. It's fine. 
Uh, okay. And I shouldn't lift the shit on the counter, so, you know. Yeah, stop leaving the shit on the counter. Yeah, cool, but... <laughs> Okay. Uh, so, yeah, we drove back yesterday. Uh, so we've been having our time in Maryland and saw pretty much everything and person and service and whatever that we needed to see. And so the plan had been... Yeah, even I got my hair cut. You did. I know. Yeah, it looks good. Shorter. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so the plan was like drive back partway Wednesday, the rest of the way Thursday. And then I was looking at my calendar and I was like, oh, I agreed to be on this panel on Thursday at like 1130 in the morning. uh, Unless we drive whatever, two hours or something. It's not going to... I'm not going to reliably be back in time for that. And so... But we couldn't leave... On Tuesday, yeah, what was the option? Planned. We could stop in Key Largo and then yeah. ma- and then make it home by eleven. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, so we just did the whole drive yesterday. So we got up at five a.m. We were on the road by six, uh, and then you start. You started, I and think then I only drive for about like an hour, and then I was like, uh, "You drive." Yeah, and then I drove for like an hour, and I'm like pinching myself because I was so tired, and then I was like, "I need you to drive again." Uh, it turns out that that rhythm works well when you have to, when it works, it works, right? You got to do what you got to do. It was fine. And then I, like, fortunately on this trip, much better. I find if I'm laying down in the bed. Oh, that bed is actually quite nice. It's a very comfy bed. And I brought the pillows from our guest room, which are good pillows. And so when I, you know, we had been, you know, when we're two hours in and we each had done our hour shift and I'm like, okay, like you, this is dangerous. You need to take over. You were better, more awake. Yeah, I was fully awake. I'd taken a little nap. Yep, and so I went and laid down in the bed, and I slept for like an hour and a half. It was it was really good, and, and especially later at, in the day, I was like, you know, when you're driving 12 hours, your, my knee starts to hurt, your back starts cramping up. Laying flat is awesome. It's very luxurious. <laughs> Can't do that in a Jeep where you just like just lay out on a big bed. Yeah, so I took that nap in the morning for like an hour and a half, and then I think we switched. I drove for like three hours. We switched back, and... And I was just like, I'm going to go, like, stretch a little bit. Because, like, from all the running in That's what you said. There was something like, I should stretch a little. So I went on the bed, and I, like, stretched a little bit. And then I laid down. And then two hours later, I woke up. It was very funny. Because uh, I see, the only thing you can see with the, what is normally the rear view mirror, is the inside of the RV. Yeah. So I'm, like, adjusting it. I'm like, there's one dog. There's... There's Jen. Oh, she's passed out in the bed. Totally the bed. dead. Excellent. Well, I'll just keep. I'll just keep going then. <laughs> but you did great, and so, yeah. and that also meant that, like, when we switched at whatever nine p.m., well, I felt very good. I mean, I'm always kind of good at those hours anyway. I crashed at nine. I was like you slept. zombie. Yeah. Yeah, you were very. You definitely had had it at that point. Yep. And uh, and I took over and I drove the last five hours home. But it is huge, as you said before. Duh. You're right. You're right. Of course I am. Never the tone of surprise. <laughs> um, the the RV keeps moving, right? One of us is driving, and it just keeps moving. You're stretched out on the bed. It's still moving. Yeah. It's very efficient. It was. I mean, we made it. So the like calculated time, let's see, we left at 6 a.m., and we were home by 1.30. 1.30. So like less than 20 hours, 19 and a half hours. I think the calculated time is 18 and a half I mean, and you def, you go a little faster than I do, but we're, you know, you're especially at ninety five. Everyone's going fast. You mm-hmm. you can definitely make good time. Yeah, and I mean, our stops were you know pretty brief, like fill up the car, take the dogs out. We took one slightly longer one to feed them, to give everybody dinner. Yeah, and they was. all I think all of them except maybe St. Patrick, 
eight, which is rare in the Jeep, right? Where, where yeah. they're all kind of compressed and, you know, you're trying to get them to eat on the ground next to the nasty service station food with all the chicken bones and gross stuff. Yeah. And, and they drank. A lot of times it's hard to get them to drink yeah. even. And they drank voraciously at every It every really stop. is nice having a kitchen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, in a bathroom. Obviously, the bathroom is the best time oh, saver. so good. And covid infection preventer um but having running water for them is just so easy yeah real nice the whole thing was yeah so it was good so you know it was a long day and we were all very very glad to get out of the car but i don't feel like doing it all at once like that was any more painful than sleeping in the walmart parking lot like we did on the way up and doing it two days correct i mean i thought it was a little better if it works i mean this is barring delays right traffic we had no traffic and or a big storm or something you know it it went smoothly yeah if it's two or three more hours getting in at one is okay getting in at four is blah Mm -hmm. terrible but the nice thing is that i you know not that we're big walmart fans but the fact that they let rvs stop in their parking lots it sort of means that like pretty much anywhere along the way within half an hour you're going to find a place because they're all pretty there's a ton of them next to the interstates that it's like okay drive another 50 miles and there's going to be one so you can pull off and park if you have to yeah and it's and it's it is a little weird in american culture but we could also take advantage of truck stops and truck parking lots and you know because with the jeep Towing the Jeep were as long, almost as long as an 18-wheeler. Well, I mean, probably about half as long, but we're still pretty yeah. long. So we do the the truck side of the of the rest stops, and we do have to pull through, and you never you can never back up. Yeah. Um. So we could stop at a truck stop and sleep for four hours too. It'd right. be, it would be fine. It just feels weird being like in the trucker. Yeah, corner. but there's definitely our other RVs back there. You know, it's never a space yeah. that like I've gone before, but yeah, we're not alone. Because they're laid out that way, right? They're high enough. I was thinking we can't go through a drive-thru because we'll lose, you know, the, <laughs> the air bed. Conditioner, yeah. <laughs> the air conditioner, the roof. Um, so yeah, it went fine. Everybody did a good job. Vink was again very anxious when we started. Um, and I and I was back with her on the bed for that i don't i think that was at the very beginning i didn't get to nap but i yeah put she her spent on the some bed. time co-driving on the passenger side seat. <laughs> she did uh but by a few hours in actually the girls were all great they all were up on that the sort of you know the place that should be the dining area that folds down to a bed they were up there the whole time yeah. they didn't cause any trouble the boys are the ones who are like prancing around and stepping on each other for and, a while just trying to get the closest they can to you yeah all the girls driving. were great uh, we did a live stream, so if you missed it, the, it's still up on YouTube, like the recording of it. I live streamed for like an hour. We went past uh, south of the border yeah, in that that's live right. stream. That's right. Uh, that was the only time I felt really carsick because I was like trying to read the questions that people oh, yeah. were sending on the text. So I'm like focusing on the phone, and I was like, oh, okay, we're done <laughs> after an hour. Um, I'm sure you did great. I was driving, so I couldn't really pay attention to Yeah. No, you said hi once, I think. That thing does not drive itself. <laughs> no, it sure does not. Uh, yeah, I was like, after we got back, I'm like, man, my shoulder is really sore. And I mean, I've got messed up shoulders anyway, but it's weird the way they were sore. And then it, it wasn't until we were on the way back. I'm like, oh, they're sore. Cause like holding my arms up and like constantly like keeping the RV straight for whatever, you know, I probably drove 12 hours of the way up there. I drove yeah, less yeah. than the way back. Um, 
bragger. <laughs> well, you drove 12 hours on the way back. <laughs> or 11. Uh, yeah, like it was, my shoulders are not great anyway. And then I was like, oh, just pulling the thing the whole time. One of these days we're going to do the added degree of difficulty. We're going to change drivers without stopping. No, we're not. Because <laughs> yes, yes. no. <laughs> we have cruise control. We'll just have to hold the steering wheel Absolutely straight. Absolutely not. Uh, maybe out west or something where there's like no. 20 miles of straight. No. No. Uh. I would not do it like driving through salt flats in the desert. Oh, no. Salt flats in the desert would be pretty safe. What are you, like a 17-year-old boy? Kind of. In oh my, my head, yes. In my heart, <laughs> probably. Uh, so anyway, we are back. Everybody was very glad to get back. I don't know why we ever leave this place because it's the best. It really is nice. It yep. was very nice coming back, having the ocean again. and Yeah. Even though it rained all day today, it was still nice. Yep. Smells good. Mm-hmm. It smells like the Keys. So yeah, everything was good. Um, oh, Dr. Fine. Swizz does have a nosebleed started in the car. It's not a bad one, but... I don't know. It looked like a crime scene this morning when she woke up and there was like... <laughs> like a pool of blood under her head. Blood on the tiles, yeah. Uh, so, but she's doing fine. She's doing good. St. Patrick walked into the closed screen door, his closed glass door this morning because he's not that... Can't really see him all that well. ...aware of glass. Yeah, he's like, a, we need one of those bird stickers on there, yeah. except the dog. <laughs> Um, so we'll, yeah. use that, we'll use that drawing of him. We'll just put that on there, and he'll be like, "Oh, mirror, cool." We're not going to do that. He doesn't walk into the mirror. He he sometimes has his face like right up on the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> well, he wants to see like you know the eyelashes. Who's that handsome dog? Who's that handsome dog? So yeah, that's the dog updates. Um, I do have some other updates. Okay, first, I'd like to. We don't normally do shoutouts, but I got a message yesterday from Jordan. And Jordan's wife, Victoria, was in labor at the time, Whoa. like to produce a baby, <laughs> listening to our podcast to help her through the labor. See, I'm, I'm hoping that wasn't just to induce labor from frustration or boredom or, or to calm her down. <laughs> just or, let me, I get so angry listening to this Golden Ratio podcast. Maybe it will make, no. She, <laughs> this puts me to sleep every time. <laughs> uh, so she was in labor with their first baby, listening to the podcast to help them through. Wow. Oh, here comes the life flight helicopter. Jeez. Yeah, low because clouds. Oh, yeah, that's why. Okay. Um, so, yeah. So uh, I, he's like, I think Jordan's a he. was like, uh, yeah, you know, just thanks for helping her through the labor. And I said, have you considered queso as a name for your baby? <laughs> <laughs> And then Jordan writes back and says, we've just had a little girl. I'll see what I can do. (laughs) So congratulations to Victoria and Jordan on the new baby. And uh, we're honored that the podcast helped you through the labor. And they were almost, she was, the baby was almost born during the live cast. Yeah. Hmm, uh, Interesting. So no, the baby was born like six hours after the Maybe there's a cottage industry in you for like calming down um, women in labor. I mean, maybe I've, when I like had my root canals, I had settle to, down, settle, settle the fuck down, <laughs> relax. Damn it. I should just do like some relaxation videos. Let's everyone take a breath in and let it out. I gotta say it's relaxing for me. I mean, you, I don't know if this is mockable. You may be onto something. Here. Oh, okay. Well, we'll try that all You got out. a great radio voice and you know, you do project relaxation. Well, maybe for the bonus podcast this week, it'll be just GR Mom doing like a 10-minute breathing and 
relaxation. We did, when I was, I think I was in high school, drama, and they had us do some extra, like visualization exercise. You just, everybody sits there, and then whoever it was that was in charge of the thing sort of talks you through, uh, just like picture in your mind, it's like July in Iowa, Mm. and you're in a farmhouse sitting on a porch, looking out over a field of corn and the sky is blue and there's white clouds and there's a table next to you and on the table is a cold glass of lemonade and there's condensation on the glass and they talk you through this whole thing it's like super soothing right to just that's like, that's there's no like there's no bigger point other than or just aliens like or getting like work really hard on picturing this scene oh, in your head and what that looks like and then kind of adding in detail i, don't, I have no idea what it was supposed to accomplish but i remember it being very <laughs> relaxing you weren't starring uh, in all shows i was not starring in anything i was like i i actually never got a part in a play i only got parts in musicals and then it was just basically chorus stuff i was not very good at it oh my god my school was so small and so thirsty for talent that i was i actually ended up some leads just for from social promotion because i was a senior and i'd done it for four years (laughs) teacher was like oh god what can we find for this stiff guy who can't dance for crap I did it for four years. I don't think I even got into the musical as a chorus member my senior year. Yeah, Our we, choir teacher hated me. I though. think we only had like 50 people a class or something. It was such a small mm, school that yeah. there's only, you know, we needed <laughs> to fill those roles. Well, anyway, uh, maybe so I'll do So you should it. do relaxation. I think you'd be brilliant. Like breathing and then a little picture stuff yeah exercise. or like anti-stress stuff it'd be good okay we'll try it we'll drop it as the bonus episode this week oh my god you're gonna you're gonna help not only with your dogs you're gonna help with yourself <laughs> i would be fine to like become uh internet relaxation influencer the soother yeah that'd be great you would i mean everyone wants to be a soother golden ratio relaxation oh yeah all right grrr <laughs> uh we just gotta have to make sure guac doesn't like squeak something in the background we're like seven minutes in and everyone's like i'm so relaxed i'm picturing the ocean and, and me then in the background like, squeak, going squeak, squeak. god damn it guac you're just yeah. <laughs> it may not work for me well, you'll have to try it. I'm hard to get relaxed. I have never tried like talking you through a relaxation exercise before. Maybe it would work. Because I'm always like up and running around halfway through. And I'm always like, put the bread away when you're done. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. You're in the golden ratio kitchen and there's bread on the counter. You take the bread and you put it on top of the refrigerator. <laughs> I'm just going to feed it directly to guac. <laughs> also solves a problem. Uh, okay, we do have some updates. Uh, this may be an update relevant to maybe Murders in Paradise, but I'm going to give it here anyway since many of our Murders in Paradise listeners are, I mean, I think all of the Murders in Paradise listeners are also Golden Ratio podcast listeners. Yeah, thanks, guys. So I think it was in that podcast that we talked about Kevin, the pit bull, who was like 15 years old. Oh, yeah. And he had like had a hard time getting adopted and uh and i was like oh like this dog kevin like he finally got adopted but when i talked about the stories it was sort of like oh this dog was in the shelter for such a long time and he finally got adopted but the 
but he's like 15 and so the story was i think nine months old at that point so i'm like so kevin's probably not with us anymore but this is still a really nice story and then a bunch of people were like no like kevin's still doing fine and they sent us news yeah. of kevin um so anyway kevin passed away last week he was 16 i think he's gonna play with uh with queso that would be great they look like they would get along so uh, uh big rest in peace to kevin who is just an adorable sugar-faced pit bull who had a very good end he's the one with the kisses he, with all the with kisses, all the on, kisses his face. on his face yeah, yep. yeah, yeah we also got an update let me see if i've got it in my notes file i have to cross over here okay so from our conk life extravaganza no rules podcast we were talking about the boating accidents yes two okay so we got a message from someone whose husband's cousin's friend's sister whoa practically the the same person (laughs) uh husband's cousin's friend's sister and her boyfriend were the people in the accident whoa and so the boyfriend died this is in the five people falling off the boat no this was the parasailing accident oh no so um yeah so it was parasailing accident in key west so it was this person's husband's cousin's friend's sister and the boyfriend were parasailing and it was an accident with actually parasailing. They with were like the 100, 100 feet up and parachute. something happened and they basically fell straight down into the water. I thought it was like you're on a parachute. You're automatic. It was like that's what you use to not fall out of the I sky. I mean, maybe the parachute. It didn't have details oh, of what happened exactly. so unlucky, yeah. Uh, you know, maybe the parachute got disconnected from them or got it could get tangled up. Yeah, Who no, knows? But terrible. Uh, yeah, they were basically 100 feet up and oh. then just fell straight down and uh yikes so anyway there's a gofundme um i'll put a link to it in the description of the podcast if i suspect the local donate. industry is not interested in publishing the dangers of parasailing since there's some income involved have you uh, ever been parasailing i have not i have not i've done that tandem jump out of an airplane parachuting yeah but that's as much as i and i i don't think i've done wind sailing or you know windsurfing <laughs> that's it wind you've sailed surfing. in a boat like a sailboat i've sailed in a boat yeah but a bigger boat with a cabin and you know someone else is doing all the brain work and the work yeah i have never been parasailing so this story that that this person sent says a rental boat was on the water in key west during harsh weather because remember the other boat crash was rough seas took a sharp turn in rough seas yeah in the dark in the dark yeah so this was not in the dark but they were still having the harsh weather uh, the tourists were being lifted into the air when they fell into the water and were severely injured. So uh, the, I, they sent, it, I think, a different version of this story. But yeah, apparently they were like 100 feet up and Oof. something happened That's and they terrible. fell straight down. So yeah, yeah who knows? Um, but anyway, there's an update on that story. Um, yeah, other conch news, not a ton since we talked last I mean, we really filled you in on all those stories that normally we would save <laughs> uh though i think we, i don't i don't know if we mentioned it or not that they were talking about canceling mini season uh which is the like little lobster season that's on like wednesday it's next wednesday and thursday it's and like it, mayhem it i mean it's tens of thousands of tourists come to the keys to catch lobsters you get a permit you can catch 11 lobsters a day um, it's one of the biggest tourism events 
And so obviously they were like, maybe not the best idea to bring all those infectious little playgrounds from Miami <laughs> Dade down here into the Keys. Uh, but they decided not to cancel it, though they're closing all the boat ramps in the upper keys, which I think means a lot of them are just going to come down here <laughs> to the lower keys. Uh, but they're not going to come to our house, so it's fine. So your your explanation was if you rent a house that has a boat ramp, that's good. Then you then you can have you can launch your boat. You can go fishing. You can do your lobster grabbing. You're not allowed to harpoon the lobsters. You're not allowed to use a rod and reel. You're just supposed to grab them with your hands. I mean, that's always the rule. Yeah. Yeah. But but so you can launch your boat from a house. Well, you can you rent rented. a boat. I mean, if you're yes. if you rent a house down here, I can rent a boat from right. a marina. So that limits it. But I guess the the problem is always that everyone in Florida drives down with their own boat, yeah. takes their trailers, and then, you know, they end up parked by Route 1 trailers, but you let your boat in and then you're just here for the day. And it's or the day a two. mess. Yeah. I mean, just even now on the weekends, uh, in Fourth of July, they had the boat ramps closed. But on the other weekends, when I've been going up to the Upper Keys to do my runs, there's like these big traffic backups of people just trying to get their boats into the places that they can put them in the water. There's just tons and tons of people. And last year I was down here in July um, and was driving back up to Maryland. So mini season is a Wednesday, Thursday. That's how they get you. Cause <laughs> why not just stay through the weekend then? Yeah, or all week then if you're going to stay three days. Yeah. Right. Uh, so I was driving up to Maryland on the Sunday after mini season. I was like, Oh, they all would have left by now. They started this is not. when you had all the dogs, too. I did. I had five dogs in the car, and it took me, normally to get out of the Keys, it's about two, two and a half hours, and it took me four and a half hours to get to Key Largo. Just oh, frustration. inching along between idiots who don't know how to drive a car with a trailer and a boat on it. I mean, yeah. they're turning in to, you know, get gas, and then they have to back it up. They're trying to pull out like they just didn't know what they were doing. Uh, which, look, I get that it's hard, but, like, maybe don't do it then. Go practice someplace <laughs> rent with a, boat. a little bit of room, right? Rent, rent a boat. Uh, so, anyway, mini season is happening, so we will be cursing all the infectious little playgrounds coming down to steal our lobsters. Oh, they're gonna, if they're going to be in my backyard, I'm going to have to... See, you weren't here last I'm year. I'm going to have to throw hands. <laughs> so, mini season starts at midnight on uh, that Wednesday. Yeah. And it's, like, 11.58, and... Out in our little bay here, there's dozens of boats with their lights on. That oh, like as soon as not. it turns, our, oh, you would hate it. Our dogs are gonna go nuts. They are. Swiss I mean, I had to like, crazy. I had to put like special like hang blankets over oh. the windows because the lights from all the boats like shining into the water to get the lobsters were so bright. It's mayhem. Dude, you will hate I'm it. I'm getting a flare gun. <laughs> Just shoot it. Conk life in uh, in August will be. Man shoots hundreds of flares, <laughs> yelling, get out of my yard, kids. Keep an eye out for the Gear Dad bail GoFundMe, or maybe I'll just make some merch. Like, I helped bail out GR Dad t-shirts. They're in my mark. backyard. Get out of there. Oh, my God. Maybe we should just unleash the guac. Oh, no. They'll grab him. They'll be like, I got 11 lobsters and this golden retriever. Well, then I have a reason to go Liam Neeson on him. <laughs> all right don't worry everyone i'm gonna keep your dad all just in my head you know just like that rv was all in my head like two years ago many people have pointed out that on episode one apparently you talk about how great it would be to have an rv and i'm like never getting an rv it will never happen to your dad turns out the the reality is 
not as bad as you feared and actually it's not as great as i expected either <laughs> somewhere in the middle uh you got a german word of the week for us cadaver gehorsam cadaver i don't know um gehorsam it's following orders gehorsam is when you yeah when you follow directions when you follow the rules gehorsam so cadavers following the rules? No, it's following the rules like a cadaver. It's the completely blind obedience. Oh, interesting. Which is what you're not supposed to be doing these days in German society. Yes. It led to some problems. <laughs> it sure um, did. And it's... Cadaver I, I think it, it probably evokes zombies, kind of. Like yeah. they're just machine-like, you know, following directions. Yeah. Um, so it discouraged... It's considered stupid. Kadavagahosm. So that's if one were an anti-masker, that is a accusation that they would fling against. That's right. Mask it, it, wearers. You're just like you guys are just blindly following orders. You know, you should really think for yourselves. And then I go, "Don't you come near me, you infectious little plague rat, you bacillin schleuder." Right, but it did. It did evolve. It was, it's supposed to be a bad thing in society, and it was applied to bad things, right? It's a it post-Nazi word. Yeah, it's, yeah. Not, it's the just following orders idea is bad, right? Yeah. You're just not supposed to blindly follow orders, and, yeah. and, and blind obedience is bad. Yeah. It, it, and it can, has a bad connotation, right? Cadaver doesn't sound good in German either. No. You know, you no. don't want to be a cadaver. All right, say the word one more time. Kadavagohosum. Kadavagohosum. Yep. I like it. Mm-hmm. Good one. I like the... Yeah, there you go. The kind of spooky. Yeah, it sounds, it. you know, like, sounds like dead bodies. Yeah. Moving around at, at someone's direction. Indeed. All right. Uh, any final things to add before we wrap it up? He's looking around. No, I got none. Okay. Uh, well, there probably will be a murder podcast tomorrow, and then look forward to GR Mom's relaxation recording. That's going to be good. Coming up. Could be, could be awesome, could be extremely boring, but it won't be too long, so... Boring is relaxing. Yeah, that's true. If you guys fall asleep, uh, you know, that's you over, great. You, then you owe her money. One dollar for every sleep that comes from these. That would be <laughs> Naps are 50 cents. Or, you know, sign up for Audible, audibletrial.com slash the golden ratio. And then we get some coins for that too. Or you can have a book on relaxation. I mean, maybe. Audiobook. Like if my relaxation techniques are real successful, maybe I'll get Audible to do like one of those Audible originals with me. Yeah. And like a... Like a little 12 part, 12 episode thing. You can just pick a spot and. It'd be awesome. That'd be great. I'd love that. I'd buy it. <laughs> you don't have to buy it. I'll do it for you for free. Oh, wait. Never mind. <laughs> this happens every night, actually. We're sitting <laughs> on the couch and I just start telling Jared out a story and then I look over 10 minutes later and he's leaving. No. <laughs> TV shows, maybe. Yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> anyway, uh, wear your mask. Don't bite anyone unless they ask you to. Don't bite anyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.